Welcome to the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series, where your host, Andy Jacob, interviews leading entrepreneurs, founders, and CEOs about their incredible companies and discusses their unique entrepreneurial journeys. If you're the CEO or founder of an exciting and exceptional company, the editorial team of Dotcom Magazine welcomes you to pitch your business story to appear on this exciting interview series by reaching out to Mr. Jacob at Dotcom Magazine at dotcommagazine.com. And without further ado, here is another amazing entrepreneurial story on the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. Good afternoon, everyone. Andy Jacob here with the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. What a show today. You don't want to miss it. We've been able to book Miss Tara Darby Rochetta. She is an incredible person, an amazing background. You don't want to miss the show. Settle into your seat. She is the instructor and director of program development at Cotillion. And this is an amazing company. They've been around for a long time. And what they do are social programs, survival etiquette, essentials for young people. It's so important right now for all of our young people really to log on or their parents to log on and get them into this Cotillion program because nothing's more important than to be an all-around amazing person, which is what Cotillion experts uh, has an expertise in. Tara, I'm so excited to have you on the show today. Well, thank you so much. We're so pleased to share this program with more families. I mean, social skills are more important than ever, especially as we're hopefully on the other side of this pandemic. And I'm excited to tell um, your viewers more about it. So this is super awesome. I wish they had this online when I was a kid, you know, 20 years ago, 40 years ago, maybe even 50 years ago. I'm showing my age now. But you've got this incredible program. The social education programs were actually established, established back in 1949. And what you've been able to do online is really, truly amazing to help young people learn these very successful survival etiquette essentials. Let's talk about that a little bit. Let's talk what you're doing at Cotillion and why it's such a major success uh, throughout the world. Sure. So JDW Cotillions has been doing this for over 70 years. So, um, so it's very likely that you could have taken <laughs> a class when you were growing up. Um, we serve families all over the country. And in the course of that amount of time, we've had over 400,000 students. So traditionally, our classes are conducted in country clubs or ballrooms of hotels. And Cotillion is all about social skills, but we also have an element of dance. Now, when everything changed in March of 2020, we had to think on our feet. We wanted to make sure that families still had access to this curriculum that we had perfected over 70 years, but we did have to modify it for an online platform. So that's how JDWV, which stands for John D. Williams Virtual, was born, really out of necessity. But what we found were that you know, some families didn't live near our other regular Cotillion courses. So now suddenly they had access to this training. And it's really, it's age appropriate. We have 
four different levels, starting at grade two, which my daughter will be doing this season, all the way up through high school. Now, our company has also, we have an ESP program, which is executive for executives. We also work with college students, but our JDWV program is really for second graders to 12th graders, meeting them right where they are um, with age-appropriate curriculum and material. Things like how to introduce yourself, face-to-face communication for our older students, high-tech etiquette. Our our parents love that, you know, teaching kids um, how to not always be looking down at their screen, how to look up, how to remain present with others when we're communicating. And then in a very practical way, you know, for our older students, they can take our interview essentials um, dining etiquette, things that kids really need to to know and learn. And what I found is it's not like these these kids are hearing this information for the very first time. Some of it they will, but, you know, we're all trying to raise up good uh, human beings. So we're trying to teach them about kindness, courtesy, and respect. But I think when they go to our class and our virtual class and they work with one of our um, certified instructors, they're hearing that same information from another authoritative source. So it's really driving it home. And then we also make sure that the classes are interactive. We, we don't just say, here's what you do. We say, here's what you should do and here's why. And really explain that to our students, I think, clicks in and makes a difference. See, that's amazing. So you've taken this, this amazing curriculum that's been done in person for, for many, many years, and you've been able to place it online into this virtual situation, which makes all the sense in the world for the young people because they're all online. So they probably love to be (laughs) online and take the classes online. One thing that comes to mind that I'm sure a lot of the people watching the show, Tara, are thinking about is young kids today and even adults. I mean, I have to say, I, I actually have a little bit of a challenge with it as well is that I'm always in my phone. I'm always on that screen. I'm always looking down. I'm not looking up. I'm not making contact. I'm not looking at the world around me. I'm not having interpersonal relations when I'm on the phone. So as part of your curriculum, do you have a, a, a study about how you can teach these young people to get off the phones and experience life? Yes. One thing that we do during our high tech etiquette classes, uh, we have the cell phone challenge. So I call, we call out a series of things. Have you ever taken your phone into the bathroom? Have you ever taken your phone out at the dinner table? And it's things that we're all guilty of at some point, but really calling it out and allowing them to say, oh yeah, I've done that. Oh, and I've done that. Oh, and I've texted someone who's in the same room with me. Things that our kids are guilty of, and I'm sure as adults and parents, we're guilty of too. Um, But teaching them to look up, to have empathy, to have compassion, to really connect with other humans. And, you know, there were similar studies conducted by Harvard and Stanford that that indicate that 85% of one's career success directly relates back to their interpersonal skills, social skills. So it really does make a difference. In fact, we had a student uh, who took our course and she was uh, excelling in her career and she came down to, um, she had an opportunity for a promotion and it was her against a colleague. They had similar great education. They had um, nearly identical resume and accolade points. But what she had and her colleague didn't was a real ability to connect. And so when she got the promotion, her her boss told her, hey, it was down to you too, but you have the social skills that are really necessary to take this further. And so I think the proof 
is in the pudding, right? And we have a lot of great feedback that we receive from parents and students about how this directly applies back to their life. And I think that if kids can have better communication skills, if they can learn to be a little kinder, a little more respectful, think about the ripple effect that that can have. They're taking that back to school with them and the way that they interact with teachers, faculty. They're taking that to their sports teams, the way that they interact and are able to contribute as a team player. They're taking that home when they're interacting with their siblings or their parents. And so we see this positive ripple effect. And it's just such a pleasure for me to be a small part of that. But it's so um, delightful and fulfilling to watch how these students take it and excel with it and just really run with, with the education that they're receiving. Tara, this is totally awesome. This is the right time, the right place to, br to bring this to the virtual platform. There's so many people that need this curriculum. You know, even when I meet younger people, you know, 10, 11, 12, 13 years old, you shake their hand. And I've noticed over the years that the handshakes have even become less prominent, less strong, sort of you get more of a wet noodle now. You, <laughs> yes. Do you have something in your curriculum to address that? Yes, yeah, so we definitely talk a lot about handshaking. Now, during the pandemic, we've um, encouraged our students to give a, a slight bow, a gesture of respect, acknowledging that you're meeting them. But we also like uh, talk about, you know, the webbing of the fingers have to connect Ladies and gentlemen need to have a firm handshake, but not a death grip. You should pump one, two, no more than three times. So those practical skills, like what a basic skill, right? How many times have you shaken someone's hand? But when we get a bad handshake, you can't forget that experience, whether it was a limp noodle or too firm, you really remember that. And, and we all know that you get one chance to make a great first impression. And when you meet someone, you need to have a great handshake. You need to make eye contact. You need to have, you know, positive body language. All of those things, they're, they're tiny little choices, but that all add up to making a big impact on the way that you're perceived by someone. So that's a very practical skill that we definitely teach in our classes. See, Tara, this is awesome. And any parent watching this, I'm sure, is going to go right to the website and get their children signed up for this because you make a great point that parents can share with their children as much as they possibly can. But when it comes from a third party or comes from someone else and they hear the same thing that their parents have been telling them, then sometimes kids say to themselves, wow, mom and dad were right or mom or dad were right. And maybe I should follow suit. Is that sort of the idea here? Yes. I mean, for sure. I think the kids are, they're hearing this at home. They're hearing it from their grandparents, but, but learning about it in an interactive environment with other peers and the science behind it and the reason why we do this and kind of laying out for them, like this is going to impact your job interviews, your future relationships um, with friends or eventually spouses. This really is a meaningful, um, you know, curriculum that you're going to be able to apply to your life today, but let's think about your long-term goals and how this can come into play. Yeah, I love it. And let's talk about the curriculum because, you know, I'm excited to share this video with people I know with, with teenagers and young kids and say, hey, you know, this is unbelievable. Go to Cotillion, get their virtual classes. It's going to be great for your kids. Obviously, this is a wonderful thing that you're doing and a wonderful program you've been able to put together with your team over there. So 
how long does it take to go through a class? I know you have a number of different classes in the curriculum uh, for a young person thinking about going through it. How long does it take to get through the class? Sure. So our levels one through three have um, 30 minute classes and there are five classes in a series. So they meet over the course of five different weeks. Um, our next series of classes begin on March 30th. Our high school courses are intended to be purchased a la carte. You know, some parents may just want their child to focus on interview or just focus on advanced dining etiquette. Those are 45, <clears throat> excuse me, 45 minute classes and those are beginning in March. So I think the series of classes really, you know, they're able to practice a, different social skills throughout that, but also these courses advance. So levels, you know, level one is grade two and three, level two is grade four and five, level three is our middle school and level four is our high school. So we are encouraging families to, you know, sign up again. The curriculum definitely advances. And, and like we say, it's very age appropriate. So what we're teaching a second grader is very different than what we're teaching a 10th grader as it should be um, and making sure that they find it you know, fun and engaging and something that they can instantly start practicing in their everyday lives. See, I love that. And I know as part of your curriculum for the online curriculum, you've added uh, and probably have had it for, for quite some time, the diversity and awareness sort of curriculum. Let's talk about that a little bit because that's sort of top of mind, very important now with what's going on in the world. So maybe you could share with us a little bit about what that curriculum is about. Sure. I mean, the, you know, the foundation of our social skills has always been about kindness, courtesy, consideration, respect, compassion. And I think in today's age, we have to be really mindful of that. Now it's not just the way that we speak to people in face-to-face -face interactions, but also kids are faced with a lot of, um, a lot of this online, on social media. So we talk a lot about, you know, making sure that you are embracing people, showing compassion, and then giving them some practical steps, especially as they navigate that through email or social media. You know, kids are, a lot of them still believe if I, if I make a post and I delete it, it's gone, it's gone forever. And that just isn't true. There's a, a digital footprint that has been left and we wanna make sure that they're using their communication to be positive. I mean, it, what we tell them is you, you've got a lot of power. We all have a lot of power through our communication to either build people up or tear people down, to either make people feel better about themselves or to make them feel undervalued. And so when we have that power, just sharing that, I think empowers the students like, wow, I have a power, you know, a voice to make a difference for good or bad. So make a, make a good choice, make the right choice. And that's definitely something that we cover in that class. And that class is intended for our older students who are faced with those more adult um, type of issues. I love that. And, and I've heard that said in a, in a little bit different way to post with purpose. Uh, someone that I interviewed recently that's a PR expert and a crisis management expert said, we want people to post with purpose and young people should post with purpose as well. When we look at your entire curriculum at Cotillion, this remarkable curriculum that you've been able to put together and have been part of actually putting together the pieces to make this a wonderful virtual opportunity for, for younger people and for families and for parents to put their younger people in, is there one area or one of your classes that's sort of the most popular versus another class? 
Uh, I think that, you know, dining etiquette is one thing that our families are constantly requesting and asking to sign up for. I mean, you know, there's so much, so many important things that happen at the dinner table. It's not just about food, but it's about fellowship. And if you've ever experienced dining with someone who has poor table manners, you don't want to invite them back to dinner, right? And I tell, you know, I share students, I share with my students when I'm instructing, you know, I've broken up with boyfriends over bad table manners. I've had a lot of job interviews at the dining table. And if you have the information, information is power. So etiquette refers to the rules of the table. Table manners refers to our polite behavior. So teach the etiquette so that the children can have the good table manners and exhibit that. And when they have the information and it's explained to them in a fun way, and you know, we have little funny things that we do during our etiquette to keep it lively, but it's things that they remember. And when they can navigate the table with ease and confidence, it makes all the difference in the world, not just when you're dining at home with your, with your kids, but you know that you can send them out into the world and they're going to have good manners. So dining etiquette's a big one. And that's, that, that's something that we cover with all age levels. It definitely advances. And for our older students, we are talking more about, you know, um, business opportunities that happen at the dining table and how to navigate that as well. You know, that's very interesting. I can't tell you how many lunches and dinners I've had uh, over business and to, to know sort of the A's to the Z's and the rights and the wrongs with regard to that type of uh, table etiquette is very important. I would imagine there's a lot of wives out there that sign up their teenager for the class, but tell their husbands to watch in on the <laughs> class as well. I'm constantly threatening to send my husband. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not going to no, show my... He's pretty good. But, you know, we all could use a little refresher. In fact, you know, I've had a lot of parents. We have, um, through our virtual class, we have worksheets that we send home. The kids have, you know, kind of homework that they work on. So the parents are seeing what we're covering in class, even if they're not sitting through the Zoom call. Um, but I've had a lot of parents say, wow, that was so helpful to, just for me to have that refresher course. And I think for many of us, we haven't been dining in public as often lately. So I think it's even more important to reiterate some of those things that maybe you knew a year ago, but you haven't been practicing as much. Um, but hopefully the world is changing and we'll be coming, uh, joining others around the dining table more frequently here in the near future. Well, let's hope that's going to happen, and I'm sure that it's going to. Tara, when we think about uh, your classes, you mentioned something just now that really just sort of hit home to me. You mentioned Zoom. So are these classes live for all of your clients, and how do they, how do they come in through Zoom, and it's a live class that's given by a, a certified instructor? Exactly. Yeah. So everything about our courses, the dates, the times, the levels can all be found at cotillion.com. And then you look for our virtual logo, which is orange. And then when you register for a class, um, you'll get an orientation email that includes the Zoom link, um, the time, if there's any worksheets, those will be attached. 
Um, but it's been such a great platform for us. I mean, it was a platform that our company used internally for years for staff meetings. And there's lots of us um, who are based around the country. And so we knew that it was just as easy to connect that way. And I think we spent a lot of time um, perfecting the way that we deliver this social skills education curriculum online, because it is different than our in-person classes. Um, and so, but, but the foundation is the same, you know, the, the, core of what we do is social skills. When, when our students are in person, there's an element of dance and, you know, they're able to practice in a face-to-face -face environment. We've tweaked it a bit, but it's just as impactful online. And I think for a lot of families who are not comfortable meeting in person, this is a great option. Or for uh, families that, you know, we, we have kids from all across the country. So we, we have a set so that in whatever time zone you're in, you'll be able to find a class that fits your schedule. That's awesome. And as part of your curriculum, I would imagine that you have some information with regard to appearance and dress, because I would imagine that's very important for younger people to learn uh, that etiquette technique, if you will. So could you talk about that a little bit and what's, what's covered in that appearance and dress curriculum? Sure. So we talk about appearance and dress in our communication class. Um, you know, the way that we meet someone, I mean, when we're making a, an initial introduction, we're, we're looking at body language, we're looking at eye contact, smiles, but we're also looking at the way people are dressed. And it's not like we're looking at labels, but you know if someone is dressed inappropriately for the occasion. And I think, you know, in one-tenth of a second, people are making quite a few assumptions about us, like less than a second. We have no time. They're already deciding who we are and what we value. And our clothes definitely reflect that. So making sure that um, that we are dressed to impress, that we're putting our best foot forward. Um, and it's just some really basic, you know, not wearing things that are distracting, showing up with respect for the occasion. You know, we, we often say you, know, you wouldn't dress the same way for the gym as you dress for um, your house of worship. And so let's make sure that everything else, everything else that we're showing up to, we're dressed appropriately. Now we go in more depth on our personal branding through personal appearance class for our high school students because they're really preparing to go out into the world. They're starting to think about future career. They're starting to think about university life. And so I think that we go deeper into it with our high school students, but it's something that we do talk about with all of our students. Um, and in fact, we ask them to dress for class, you know, dress for show up looking like you're ready to learn and that you're happy to be there. See, I love that. That is such a great learning by example attitude because when I'm on Zoom calls with a lot of people, whether I'm doing a seminar or speaking or, or participating, I always try and get dressed to impress, so to speak, on the Zoom uh, interviews or the, or the Zoom gatherings. And sometimes you see people that look like they just rolled out of bed and they're wearing an old, you know, t-shirt and and it doesn't really give that professional appearance and I would imagine that at cotillion that's probably frowned upon <laughs> right that's true I mean I think that we have this ability to express who we are through our wardrobe but we also want to be um, you know mindful of the way that people are going to perceive us um, so you know when when we're in our in-person classes we're looking you know 
I, we walk around the room like, is your shirt tucked in? Do you have your jacket buttoned correctly? In our in Zoom classes, obviously, it is more casual, but it's something that we talk about. Um, and I think that the students definitely take that to heart. See, that's, that's absolutely awesome. And I, I love what I'm hearing. It just makes all the sense in the world. I could not imagine someone watching this show that has children that wouldn't at least want to come online to Cotillion and check out what you're doing. It's so important. If we think about social media, Tara, and do you feel that social media has caused sort of a de-evolution, if you will, of young people so that this is needed, this curriculum is needed more than ever? Is that sort of what's happening out there? Sure. I mean, I think that, um, you know, one thing I find that our students struggle with is comparison. You know, comparison is the thief of joy. I know that. I tell them that. But when they're online and they just, it's all very visual, right? Um, And so I think what we encourage them to do is to find value. One of our classes, um, we talk about codes of conduct and personal ethics. So not letting the world decide for you what you're going to believe, but really dig deep. Who am I? What do I believe in? How, what are my personal core values? So we, we dig deep in a way that I think they're not doing when they're you know, mindlessly scrolling online and forcing them to think about things that they may not consciously think about in their day-to-day life. But deciding what you stand for, deciding what your values are, um, at a young age, I think can only be a positive thing as they continue to face, um, you know, choices and challenges and peer pressure. See, I agree. And I see social media, when you go on social media, and these young people go on social media, they see photographs and images and videos of their friends and people who are friends or friends always having a great time. Life is always great. They're only posting things that look amazing, that look great. They're having the time of their lives. And I could see how young people, even adults, could say to themselves, wow, I must be a a loser. I I can't compare to what's going on here. I'm going to start, you know, worrying about what my life looks like compared to all this great stuff that I'm seeing, which really they're only seeing the great stuff. Behind it, they're not seeing any of the problems or challenges that their friends and friends of friends are having. And maybe what they're becoming is a little self-conscious about the fact that they're maybe not living up to the standards of what they're seeing on social media. So I think obviously a class like Cotillion uh, would, would help those young people understand what's really happening out there. And if I'm a parent, I want my kids to understand through the purview of a, of a specialist like you and your certified instructors at Cotillion about what's really going on in the world. What about adults? Do you have classes for adults? Because I think I'm listening to this and I need three or four of the classes myself. We do. We do have an adult program. It can also be found on cotillion.com. So our in-person classes that we're known for can be found there, our virtual classes for grades two through 12. And then our, also our executive courses can be found there as well. And we've got a great curriculum. Um, we've got classes going right now with some companies. That's not my division, but I know that um, the same social skills and things that we're teaching our students, 
sometimes our, you know, colleagues could use a little brushing up on as well and, and developing positive company culture and all of that is so important. So yes, we definitely cover that as well. See, that's great. And if I have a company, whether it's an Inc. 500 company, Fortune 500, a startup, a Series A round, you know, funded company, I want my people to be the best they possibly can be. So if they go to Cotillion, they could take a group class and learn some of these things that are very, very meaningful. Uh, so that would be very important, especially people that work for companies. They don't really understand sometimes that when they post online, that's not only a reflection of themselves, but that's a reflection of their company. And that could get them into hot water if they're not careful. And I'm sure you go over that in your classes. Let's yes, talk a little bit more about sort of what happens in high school, because high school is tough. High school, for some people, it's tough. And so for some people, there's a lot of, unfortunately, bullying going on and things like that. Do you touch on any of those subjects in your curriculum at all? And if you do, um, I, I'm sure that the people that are watching and viewing and participating are finding that very, very beneficial. Yes, our high school program is advanced to really cover some of those harder things. I mean, we talk about how to avoid peer pressure, kind of goes back to that code of conduct, personal ethics um, discussion that we have with them. Also, how to, you know, how to find value in yourself. So we want to treat, treat people to be respectful to others, but you have to also be respectful of yourself. So not remaining in personal relationships with people who are tearing you down or, or trying to steer you in a direction that you know you don't want to go. And those are things that also, again, are, their parents are probably talking to them about that as well. But hearing it from another authority, having meaningful discussions with peers about this. I think sometimes, um, you know, I can remember being in high school and you feel like you're on an island and you're all, the only one who could possibly feel the way that you do. But we really try to open up the dialogue in those classes um, in that small group setting in a safe place where kids can express how they feel, how they would handle certain um, situations. We're not just telling them what to do. We want to hear from them. We value their voices. And then I think together as a collaboration, we can do some of that um, you know, problem solving in real time in class. See, I love that. And earlier in the show, you mentioned about dance. And when I when I was a young younger, I would have loved to have learned how to do some basic steps or how to do a formal type dance, because that always comes in handy for your life, whether it's your wedding or your children's weddings or other types of gatherings. And I know that um, as part of your program, you have a social dance uh, program. So maybe you could tell us a little bit about that. Sure. So for our traditional cotillion in-person classes, dance is a really fun way for the kids to practice the social skills education. So it's still all about social skills, but dance is also requires social skills. It requires communication, teamwork with your dance partner. Um, in person, the kids are introducing themselves to new dance partners over and over. So um, practicing that skill of how to formally introduce themselves and make a first impression. Um, and then they're learning traditional din dinner dances that they can definitely use someday at homecoming or prom or a wedding. So we do the foxtrot, the waltz. Um, we have some fun Latin dances that we do, like the merengue, the cha-cha. 
the swing hustle, and we do some line dances. We've got a, a robust dance curriculum, and it's fun. I think sometimes the kids are not so sure that first class, um, everybody looks like they have a, two left feet, but they get into it. And you can see the children more confident. In those in-person classes, the series of classes ends with a parents' night, a final party. And so the parents are invited to attend those in-person classes. And it's really fun to see the students teaching their parents some of those basic dance steps that they probably knew way back when, um, but then they get to dance with their student. It's just a wonderful celebration and the cutest photo op ever. <laughs> I love it. I bet it really is. You know, you 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 talk about teaching emotional intelligence, and I think that's very very important. Obviously, parents watching this show, I know they're going to be coming to your website to to sign up because I'm just sold. I mean, this is what every single kid and teenager needs is this curriculum right now in this world for sure at Cotillion. So, can you tell us a little bit about? how you interweave emotional intelligence into the curriculum, what that sure. means. So, sure, so we all know IQ, right, intelligence, and EQ is your emotional intelligence. It's the way that you understand how to interact with others. It's the, your ability to have empathy, to have compassion, to act with courtesy, to be respectful, to listen. And what we found, and there's a, lot, there's a lot of science behind this, that getting a job and keeping a job doesn't just come down to IQ. We think, oh, you've gotta be the smartest, you've gotta test the best. But it's really, aren't businesses just people and relationships? So if you can't be, have good relationships, if you can't build and nurture relationships in your own personal sphere of influence and then in your company culture someday, as you begin your career, you're not going to have the same success as someone who can. So it's really, you know, tapping into that and just reminding students, you don't have to be the most brilliant, but you should be always the most present. Um, and that's, it, that makes sense to them. And I think it also takes the pressure off. I mean, we've got a lot of smart kids to take our classes, but everyone's not going to finish in the top 5% of their class. That does not mean that they're not going to have success in their life. And, and having EQ is so supremely important right now. That's, that's unbelievable. It's amazing. And, and as someone who's watching as a parent, they're probably thinking to themselves right now, you know, as my, as my child, God willing, gets older, they're, they're, we want them to be a meaningful participant to society. We want them to have a job that's meaningful, that they're contributing in a meaningful way. And in the workplace, being a part of a team, whether you're a leader or someone that's, that's working within a team, it's so important to know how to work within a team environment, whether you're leading the team or working within the team. So I wanted to learn a little bit more about that because you did mention how what you teach transfers over to sports and to teams and even business teams, but I wanted to you have you expound on that just a little bit because I think that's so important what you're doing at Cotillion that they're able to learn these amazing, amazing skills that then can transfer over to being part of a team. So could you address that and share with us how important that is as part of your curriculum? 
Sure. So all of our students are a part of some team. You know, we ask them, are, what teams are you on? And I think initially they all raise their hand. Oh, I'm on the football team. I'm on the soccer team. Well, even if you don't raise your hand for that, you're part of a team in your household. Your family unit is a team. You may be part of a talented and gifted program at your school. That's a team. When you're working with classmates on a project, that's a team. So learning how to listen and not just talk, learning how to um, be a leader. What, what skills does it take to be a leader? And we talk a lot about that. We love to hear from the students. What do you believe makes a leader? And then how can we um, create more leadership opportunities in our lives? So we really break it down right like that and make sure that they find that, oh yeah, I'm on a team and this team and that team. And what can I do to be better? Maybe to move up in the team or maybe just to contribute more. Um, but that's a, you know, that's where we really want those lessons in our virtual classes to be interactive. So it's not just the teacher telling the kids that wouldn't work. They talk amongst themselves. They brainstorm together. Um, there's a lot of um, problem solving activities where it takes a team, even within the class, to talk about some of these elements. And it definitely translates to students going back to their sports team, going back to their academics team, going back to their household, better equipped to be a good team player. See, this is absolutely unbelievable what you've been able to put together. As, as, as someone watching and listening and interviewing you for the first time, there's so much going through my mind about why every single student, every single young person can come out of this curriculum having learned something not only so important for where they are in their life currently, but take these same lessons and, and transfer them across their entire their entire life. It's absolutely incredible. I wanted to thank you so much Tara, for coming on the show. I've been waiting for this interview for a long time. And I when I was able to book you in, I got very excited because this is really what the world needs, what these young people need more than ever right now. And what you're doing at Cotillion is absolutely outstanding. Taking this platform that has been around for decades and decades and making it a virtual platform that has become just remarkable. So thank you so much, Tara. Please let people know how they can get a hold of you or how they can uh, sign up for the classes. And, and I just wanted to thank you so much for coming on the show. Well, thank you. So any parent can find out more information about our programs in person, virtual and executive programs on cotillion.com. And you can also email me directly at Tara, T-A-R-A at cotillion.com. And we'd love to hear from any families or parents that have questions. Tara, thank you so much for joining us for the Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. All right. Thank you. Take care.